0: KCLR Live Sport. The 2023 Charging Cup Round 2, Carlo versus Limerick. With thanks to Dan Morrissey and Co. in a league of their own with a full range of concrete, quarry products, roof tiles, and macadam. See danmorrisseyandco.com. It is overcast and warm for this game between Carlo and Limerick in the Talton Cup. It's the second round of the Round Robin series. And it's really as simple as this. If Carlo wins, they are highly likely to guarantee their spot in the next stage. Our referee today is Anthony Nolan. The Carlo team is in full. Johnny Fury in gold. Then it's Shane Buggy, Mikey Bambrick, and Shawnee Bambrick across the full back line. Shane Clark and Mark Fury wear numbers five and six. Jonah Dunn, who scored the winner last week against Wicklow, was named to start. He isn't starting. Niall Hickey takes his place at wing back. Connor Doyle and Jordan Morrissey are the midfield engine room. Connor Crowley, Kieran Moran, and Ross Dunphy are the half forwards. Dara Foley wears number 14. Jamie Clark wears number 15. Colum Hulton is wearing 13. For Limerick, no changes to the team named yesterday Donal Sullivan is in goal then it's Mike Donovan, Sean O'Dee and Brian Fanning with Jim Liston wearing six and Paul Maher and Barry Coleman in numbers seven and five Killian Fahi and Cahill Downs are in the midfield uh, and then it's Keane Sheen, Brian Donovan and Adrian Enright in the half forwards Colin McSweeney's at full forward Peter Nash and James Nocton are the full forward line Willie Quinlan formerly of Carlow is with me for this game Willie what are you expecting?
1: Yeah, expecting a a really close and tight game. Uh, Carlo need to bring what they brought in the last 10 minutes in in Ockram last weekend because they kicked the last six points, they were down by five, 65 minutes gone, kick six to win by a pint. If they can bring that sort of energy... That sort of scorn, you know, to the game right from the start, and you know you'd be hopeful that Carlo could put it on. It won't be easy. Limerick have been in Division Two this year, dropped down into it in order Division Three next year, but they have that little bit more experience of a, a higher level than Carlo. So certainly won't be easy. But we need to. We had four chances of goals last weekend. Took none of them. We need to be hitting one or two goals and try and stop limit from scoring the goals if we can do that we have a big chance of pushing into the next round of the Talchin Cup
0: how big a factor is the heat today because it's not sunny but it is very very warm very very muggy
1: yeah very clammy and and the players will realise that I suppose after about 10-15 minutes um, it it can be you know clammy it's not like the sun is out but it but it can drain you so i'm sure that would have prepared that drank plenty of water their food has to be you know spot on for the day and and, you know won't be a factor for the for the 70 minutes i'd hope
0: limerick not overly convincing against longford last week is that a good thing or a bad thing for uh, carlo going into this game
1: yeah they still score 216 to 116 so one way a goal so Carlo going to need to score 17 points we we always talk about the 17 points over the years if you can get the 70 points which they did last weekend they they won uh, 17 points to 113 so they need to do the same this weekend try and get 17 points maybe tip in for a goal Uh, Limerick did score 216 if they score 216
0: today I think Limerick could win the game We'll keep an eye on everything else that's going on in the world of sport. A busy day locally, nationally and internationally. Don't forget, coming up, Brendan Hennessy is at the Heineken Champions Cup final. Leinster taking on Ronan O'Gara's La Rochelle, as they're officially known. And then at six o'clock, it is Kilkenny against Dublin in the Leinster Senior Hurling Championship. Earlier on, the Miners playing against Clare in Thurless. Reaction to all of those things to come across the day here on KCLR. What do Carlo need to do at the start of this game? Are you expecting them to drop deep and try and break... Or, or what will they do how will they set up
1: yeah I think the first the first thing is to defend really really well you can't allow Limerick to you know get it set up and get three or four points ahead because the team that that gets ahead the, the way the game has been played usually drops into defensive and catchy on the attack so they need to start well they need to get a couple of scores early they're very have to have been very slow starters you know in their last couple of games especially against Wicklow last weekend they allow teams to boss them early on and then when they realise that the game is nearly gone they, they start pushing on and that's exactly what 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 they did last last Sunday so first 10 minutes vital they need to get a couple of early scores settle the nerves stop Limerick from from driving forward into those scoring areas and uh, really just go out from the start and if they can do that you know to have a big chance they're they say they're a a, you know a top running team they're they're not a huge physical big team in height but they're very very strong good good carriers of the ball very good runners Uh, three sets of brothers on it the Bambricks the Furies and and the Clarks and that can you know be a big advantage you know as regards a team bonding and, and the team has bonded over the last year or two and now the crew will be looking for a big, big performance today Oisin.
0: How important is the extension of the season because no matter what you do in league and championship now you get these three games minimum in the Talton Cup how important is that for a county like Carlo that traditionally wouldn't go on long championship runs with the exception of once or twice in the last couple of years they get to stay together they get to work together they get to I suppose I'm going to say socialise, but I don't mean like go out there. I mean actually just be together for longer, and maybe that will help build a bit of a bond.
1: Yeah, it's, it's huge, it's a huge factor. I think. the longer you go out, the longer, the more games you get it, you know, in this in the series in the Talchin Cup, the better bond you have coming into next year. I mean, don't forget this is a very very young team that we we talked about lots of lads being gone over the last couple of years, but this, this is a team that they are building, and they're around for say one or, one or two, three or four years, but very young t- between twenty four. I think the oldest is probably Dara Foley; he's well in his thirties, but after that you're going back to 19, 20, 22 year olds and that can only build from the future so the longer to stay together over the season has to be a huge factor for next year's league.
0: Later on in round three that is of course Carlo's round Longford take on Wicklow that's at five o'clock that'll be an interesting game and could have ramifications although it won't matter too much if Carlo win today they'll keep destiny in their own hands going into that final game against Longford. Carlo at the sugar factory end lining up along the 45 waiting for the national anthem to start Limerick at the Dublin Road end in their green jerseys and white shorts. Here is the National Anthem. One live game already brought to you on KCLR today. Two ongoing as we speak on the Kilkenny Frequency. You can listen, listen to the Leinster Intermediate Camogie Final between Carlo and Kilkenny. Martin Quilty bringing you that game earlier on. Unfortunately, Kilkenny's minors beaten in the Electric Ireland GAA hurling All-Ireland Minor semi-final. 23 points to 15, the final score against the Banner. Later on, the seniors in action against Dublin. That one throws in at six o'clock. It will be live on KCLR. We'll keep you in touch with everything that's going on in hurling football, rugby and soccer. And of course, golf throughout the day so stay with us but our primary focus right now on the Carlo frequency is Carlo against Limerick in the Talton Cup the players going off into their various positions so Willie Quinlan before the game starts call it who's going to win
1: Uh, the experience of of Limerick I just have to share them I think there could be a couple of points in it but uh, it it won't go all their way if Carlo can get into it right from the start and, and get that the way they finished last weekend to have a big chance but Just with that experience, that Limerick bring, I I just think Limerick could share it by a couple of points.
0: So here we go, Carlo against Limerick in the Talton Cup. Group three, round two. Carlo with one win under their belt, away to Wicklow. A win today puts them into the knockout stages and extends their season even more. A young squad. Can they put it up to Limerick? Who, while they may be overshadowed by their hurlers, they're a very, very decent football team. Ball in the air, game on and it's Carlo who gathered first to Jordan Morrissey Carlo playing into the Dublin road end, Morrissey kicks a bouncer inside the 45, it's taken out in front, trying to turn and twist as Conor Crowley Crowley lays it off, here's Jordan Morrissey, Morrissey lets one go off the right it's a fantastic score by Morrissey he was just outside the 20 metre line on the right channel of the pitch, on the stand side, facing the uh, Dublin road end and he kicks Carlo in front, one point for Carlo, no score for Limerick 27 seconds gone
1: yeah, beautiful start. Morrissey actually started a move, played a great ball into Crowley. Crowley popped it onto, I think it was Jamie Clark, And Morrissey continued his run onto the right foot. Brilliant start and a great score. And that's what they needed to do, Oisin, uh, start
0: where they left off last weekend. Donald O'Sullivan goes with the short kick out. Carlo dropped back completely. All the Carlo players inside the Limerick 45, well, outside of it, sorry, and further back. No one attacking that Limerick full back line as they received the short a kick out from the goalkeeper, Mike Donovan, up to the 65, lays it off to Killian Fahi. Fahey running through with the white boots, hits it forward with the fist, gave it to James Nocton, Nocton back to Fahey Fahi with the fist pass down to Keane Sheehan. This lad is good. Sheehan up to the 13, at a tight angle, good hand in there. I think it's Shane Clark who got the hand in. Now Mark Fury is tackling. Sheehan offloads it. They get a shot away. It is James Nocton. Can he kick it over? The answer is no. Limerick kick a wide. One minute and 20 seconds gone. Carlo one point. Limerick no score. Good pressure from the Carlo backs there. Willie Quinn. Yeah,
1: good defending by Shane Clark. Actually got a hand knocked it away he did retrieve it picked it up again but uh, Sheehan onto his right foot and it just tailed off to the left and wide
0: Fantastic work from the Carlo men but it's Limerick who get the possession off that Carlo kick out now it's Cottle Downs Cottle Downs bounces it on the Carlo 65 fisted over to the stand side Barry Coleman walks up to the 45 then goes backwards puts it onto his right sails a pass between the 65s to Paul Maher Paul Marr bounces a kick over towards the Terrace side it's collected by Jim Liston, Liston with a lovely clever ball to Adrian Enright, Adrian Enright between the 20 and the 45 inside the Carlo half, he's on the wing, fists it through, looking for his Paul Marr, Paul Marr does get to it but it's untidy, Marr couldn't get it under control completely and Carlo have it back getting in there with Shane Buggy, he got it to the keeper Johnny Fury and the air old man made sure of it and gave it to one of his defenders and Carlo run it out, two minutes gone, Carlo one point Limerick no score, it's Jamie Clark bringing it up the field, gives it off to Ross Dunphy, Ross Dunphy moves it into the middle and Ciarán Kieran Morin is between the 65s fists it out towards the terrace. Carlo working it up the park slowly but surely then they kind of just go laterally between the 65s. They just make sure that they don't give away the ball and have the chance to get numbers up and have a go. Here's Shane Buggy. Shane Buggy standing between the 65s kicks it backwards to Mark Fury who's just inside his own 65 Mark Fury gives it off to Dara Foley Dara Foley the relative old man of this team. The most experienced player out there I think it's fair to say. Certainly one of them anyway. Conor Doyle moves it off for Mark Fury, Mark Fury goes short with the hand pass to Jamie Clark, Jamie Clark trying to dance around Colin McSweeney Jamie Clark offloads the pass, running onto it there with Jordan Morrissey, Morrissey who's a live wire gives it to Mark Fury, Mark Fury picks out a pass down the line, it was a good one as well to Mikey Bambrick, Bambrick past the Limerick 45, being chased by Sheen, trying to bring it in, off the wing, he's policed by two Limerick players, two of them holding him up now, you'd say it was a choke tackle if it was rugby, somehow he got the pass away, great work, now it's Shawnee Bambrick, Bambrick inside, chance opening up here for Carlo, it's a hook shot from just inside the 13 it's a really good one from Niall Hickey who puts it over Carlo two points Limerick no score three minutes and 22 seconds gone live on Casey Law what a really well worked score from Carlo yeah we're showing lots of patience we're holding on to the ball in fairness to uh, Mikey
1: Bambrick he was held up by two but he still got his hand pass in the way into his brother who fed it on to Niall Hickey a beautiful little hook shot as you said onto his right foot and he put it over the bar defended really well just before that uh, Limerick looked like they were going to get in for a chance for a shot for a goal but uh, Boogie Shane Boogie done really well defended and got it away so great start by by Carlo two points and no score
0: Limerick working it up the pitch, Barry Coleman goes out to the runner who's bringing it inside the Carlo 45, he's bobbing and weaving, that's Jim Liston, Liston goes backwards, back to the 45, then gets it back, a good one too, he's on the terrace side, Limerick in the green jerseys, attacking the sugar factory end, here's Peter Nash, Peter Nash turning, twisting, shooting from the 20 metre line, about uh, 7 or 8 metres outside on the right, he kicks it wide, a second wide for Limerick, 4 minutes and 13 seconds gone, Carlo 2 points, Limerick no score
1: they'll be very disappointed with that Oshin Oshin. just five minutes gone they've had two shots and and two wides and one one blocked up so uh, Limerick not had their shooting boots at the moment Carlo defending really well and got two chances and got two scores so all going well at the minute but that's a poor kick out by Johnny Fury just out over the sideline here on the left hand side
0: it didn't go even past the 20 metre line it went out wide and it's a line ball to Limerick who try and work an opportunity here here's Brian O'Donovan Brian O'Donovan in the Illuminous boost flicks it off there for Adrian Enright Enright tried to get through on the 13 metre line saw the route was blocked so went backwards to McSweeney and Limerick move it back outside the 45 into the hands of Mike Donovan Mike Donovan with Jim Liston running onto it inside the 45, right wing lovely foot pass inside, they're trying to work it to Brian O'Donovan, Brian O'Donovan goes to ground on the 20 metre line, the ball goes loose it's grabbed back by Brian O'Donovan, Brian O'Donovan moves it to Jim Liston who's just outside the square inside the 13, tight enough angle he makes little of it and puts it over and Limerick get their first score, 5 minutes gone in the first half, Carlo 2 points, Limerick 1 point, it just goes to show if you're in any way sloppy, a team from a higher division you at a higher level, will punish you as Limerick did there.
1: Definitely, that's exactly what it did because we had cleaned up and we had d- dispossessed, and it looked like we were taking possession. Ball bobble, Limerick pick it up, centre back uh, listing onto his right foot, popped it over the bar. So Limerick will be very happy with that, that score.
0: And Fury does the smart thing from this kick out. He just booms it long. Carlo fighting for it on the far side. As we look from the main stand, referee gives a free into Limerick. This game on K C Laura thanks to Dan Morrissey and Co. In a league of their own with a full range of concrete quarry products, roof tiles and macadam. See Dan Morrissey and for more we'll bring in the latest scores from elsewhere when uh, the ball goes out of play but this one hasn't stopped so far just under six minutes gone on Casey Lore Carlo two points Limerick one point Limerick just inside the Carlo 65 right in front of the stand Donovan gives it to Brian O'Donovan Brian Donovan not O'Donovan Brian Donovan up to the 45 has a runner with him that's Jim Liston who tries to slat him his way through Hit a Carlo defender, went to ground, bounced back up like a coil spring and gave it to Mike Donovan. Mike Donovan now crossing the 45 inside the Carlo half. Gives it to Colin McSweeney. Colin McSweeney is being um, snapped at there, terrier-esque by Colin Holton, but he got the pass backwards and away to Brian Fanning. Brian Fanning kicks it over to the far side, the terror side, which has a few people in it today, not too many. It's a nice day temperature wise it's kind of a overcast day uh, regards sunshine and light and all that Killian he gives it off to Colin McSweeney Colin McSweeney backwards to Barry Coleman Barry Coleman bends the back gets it up with the foot just outside the Carlo 45 he's back to the Carlo goal Hulton is not giving him a second he does get the pass away Coleman he moved it to Mike Donovan Mike Donovan has to go backwards this is good from Carlo Limerick had the football but all Limerick can do is get up to the 45 then go backwards again yeah. Carlo really frustrating them yeah defending well but Limerick st- yeah, just as I say that sheen yeah. gets up to the 20 Line, has to ride tackles. the tackles, yeah. gets through them, yeah. cuts inside, has a shot from just outside the D. Advantage was coming anyway. He kicked it wide, but it is a free into Limerick.
1: That's the one thing you, you can't do get a little bit indisciplined. In and when you see Carlo get a little bit tired and later on, you know, Limerick have that physicality that they can break tackles and they're after been doing it. Carlo defending really, really well, but defending in numbers 15 behind the ball at all stages. Got up and got two scores, but this is a big chance here for Limerick to draw level
0: O'Sheen. It really is. Earlier on in the Premier League, Brentford beating Spurs by three goals to one. As it stands, Manchester United 1-0 up against Bournemouth. It's scoreless in all the other games that kicked off at 3 o'clock. Ethan Stats today is United fan, she's delighted. Bouncing the ball now is James Nocton. He's between the 20 and the 45 to the right of centre. This should be an equaliser for Limerick. Nocton's a good free taker. Puts it on to the right drops it onto his white boot and guides it over, over into the Sugar Factory end and it's two points apiece eight minutes gone in Netwatch Cullen Park the one thing we
1: have to start doing now is winning our kickouts we've lost the last two one came out over the line here and one was turned over on the, far, on the far side so Johnny Fury in the goal he needs to nail these kickouts if we're to have a chance because Limerick picked up the last two and they've got the last two scores l- level here so all to play for but really really tight match uh, hopefully we can stay going stay working hard for the 70 minutes here
0: In Group 1, it is Cavan 12 points, London 1-4. Cavan one of the favourites for this competition. Uh, There's also All-Ireland series matches going on. Clare leading Donegal by 6 points to 5. 41 minutes gone there. Mayo one point up against Kerry. We'll tell you everything that's happening elsewhere when we get the chance. Paul Maher is being fouled between the 65 and the 45 inside the Carlo half, middle of the pitch. Limerick beginning to get on top, Willie. You can see it now as they move the ball forward. Looking for an underlapping run was Barry Coleman. He wanted the ball back. It didn't come to him. It was Enright who gave it to the outside. Now it is Barry Coleman who's got his back to the Carlo goal on the 13-meter line inside the Carlo half. He gave it to Adrian Enright. Enright gave it to Killian Fahy. Fahy's trying to step away from challenges. Carlo get in and dispossess him. Great work by Kieran Moran amongst others. Now can Carlo break and do some damage here, Mikey Bambrick soloing he's between the 65s, he's moving at pace bouncing the ball, going with a long range foot pass inside, will it be taken in by Colm Holton? it is but he's at a very tight angle he's being marked by Brian Fanning, Holton has, has to just calm things down and wait for support to arrive and it did from Colm Crowley good patience again by Carlo, great work from Holton. now it's Shane Buggy just inside the Limerick 65 on the wing kicks it backwards inside his own 65 it's gathered by Connor Doyle who's a big man he's a big unit isn't he Dara Foley has it now Is he giving it back to Doyle? No, he kicks it over his head and it bounces into the path of Mark Fury. Mark Fury on his own 65, kicks it outside to Mikey Bambrick who crosses over into the Limerick half, going up towards the 45 on the wing, decides, you know what, there's nothing on there, so I'll just fist it backwards to Mark Fury. Almost 10 minutes gone, two points apiece in the Talton Cup between Carlo and Limerick and Casey Jordan Morrissey, who impressed so much with DCU over the last number of years in the Electric Garden Sigerson Cup. He was named their Player of the Year on one or two occasions. He's a very talented man. Mark Fury gathers. He's between the 65s. Puts it forward. Carlo with a lot of possession but no incision at the moment. But it's okay. Sometimes you do need to rest with the football and just take the sting out of it and wait for opportunities to open up. Or... Maybe open them up yourself. Mark Fury up to the Limerick 65. Gives it off to Bambrick. Bambrick fists it off to Shane Clark. Shane Clark up towards the 45. Steps inside the tackle of James Nocton. Gives it off to Mikey Bambrick, who loves to burst forward. He's inside the 45 at pace. Up to the 20. Gets a shot away. Bambrick's shot goes to the keeper's left and wide. He was unbalanced as he struck it. It's Carlo's first wide. Carlo two points. Limerick two points. We've got 10 minutes and 38 seconds gone in this Talton Cup game live on KCLR.
1: They a very patient Oshin you know that held onto the ball well went left and right came back to Mikey his pace and power is just incredible he stepped inside two players he possibly should have nailed it because he had that much space but uh, you know he is a fullback, and not too many fullbacks go up the field and, and pop it over the bar but he was very unlucky but you love to see him getting forward he had a chance of a goal last week he didn't take it so hopefully there's more to come from Mikey
0: seven points apiece between Clare and Johnny goal 49 minutes gone there Mayo three points to two up against Kerry uh, even though three teams come out of the groups in the Sam Maguire section, if you want to call it that, finishing top or even second is still important because finishing top skips you forward to a quarterfinal and finishing second gets you a home preliminary quarterfinal. Now, gathered by Limerick on the Carlo 20-meter line. Can they get a shot away? It's Peter Nash who tries to slip through. He's fouled just outside the D, just to the left, just outside the 20-meter line. And Carlo need to watch their discipline because those frees will lead to Limerick scores and someone must have said something because the referee has brought it up to the 13 metre line just outside the square. So this will be a point. I'd fancy myself to kick this over. That's how easy an opportunity it is. Definitely.
1: Niall Hickey actually had a word, but he was the man that fouled and he left the two hands in. It was a lazy tackle. He definitely did leave the two hands in and, and he should have just walked away. Makes it an easier free right from the 14 yard here. And as you say, James Nocton won't miss this one.
0: Under the scoreboard, Limerick looking to take the lead for the first time in this game. They have puts it right over the black spot. Limerick three points, Carl, two points. 12 minutes gone. Willie, can you not hear me? Can you
1: hear sure. me now? No, not through, the, not through the headset.
0: Okay. Well, we'll sort that out in a second. Probably a loose connection somewhere. I probably yeah. knocked it out with all my movement.
1: Can hear you, we, perfect, we, you, yeah. well, we
0: can hear you, that's the main thing that's Perfect. Johnny Fury booms the kick out right between the 65s, getting up to take it and take it brilliantly as Cottle Downs what a piece of feeling that was, now he might be able to catch Carlo out here because they don't have the numbers back that they normally would, it's a foot pass delivered to James Nocton, Nocton's inside the 20, up to the 13, goes off the left and puts it over and Limerick are beginning to turn it on Nocton puts it over, Limerick 4 points Carlo 2 points, 13 minutes gone our problem,
1: four kickouts in a row and, and Limerick have turned them over, three in the air and he's kicked one over the sideline, Limerick have pushed right up on this kickout, so not, he's not allowing them go short, he wants him to put it out to the middle and they're hoping it'll be 50-50 but Limerick are, are winning every battle out there in the middle after scoring the last four points in
0: a row so Carlo under pressure here, two points Carlo four points Limerick. And Limerick have pushed up on those kickouts which makes it really difficult which means Carlo have no choice but to go long, they had it in hand, it was gathered by Jordan Morrissey, Jordan Morrissey has battled bravely to keep that one in possession, he's fouled free to Carlo just inside their own 65 he kicks it backwards and now he's turned it over
1: it was actually picked up off the ground or a three I think I saying, if I'm not mistaken
0: 10 minutes since Carlo have last scored in this game in that time Limerick have gone in front by 2 now it's and Sheehan and Sheehan who reached an AIB Munster Club final last year beaten uh, by a very very good Cairns O'Rahilly's team, the ball is gathered by Brian Donovan, Brian Donovan reaches the end line, he's trying to tease the Carlo defender, puts it inside to Killian Fahey, Fahey inside the small square chooses to fist it over when maybe the goal was on, it was the percentage play to go for the point, Limerick extend their lead, Limerick five points, Carlo two points, 14 minutes gone Carlo are gifting them scores, they cannot afford to do that.
1: Yeah and it was a great field by Jordan Morrissey to win the kick out, played it free, it was handled on the ground but look how quick they worked it straight straight into the midfielder Killian Fahey, fisted it over the bar he, that experience that he has, it was an awkward angle to go for the goal he fists it over so that
0: puts them five points to two long kick out by Johnny Fury here again it's going to drop in around the 65. of Limerick man. That was Mike Dunham Got his fist to it. It breaks kindly. And here's Cahill Downs. The breaking ball is going Limerick's way. And if you win the breaking ball, you always have a chance at a match. In fact, you'll probably win it. Here's Keane Sheehan up towards the 45. Keane Sheehan dances backwards. Ross Dunphy putting him under pressure. So so Sheehan goes the long way. Sheen turns on the afterburners. Gets up to the 20 meter line. Goes backwards with the pass. Limerick trying to find a way through here. They well, I was about to say they get a shot away, but there was a dummy. It caught everyone out, including me. Adrian Enright did get the shot away, but he kicked it wide it's a third wide for Limerick Limerick 5 points, Carlo 2 points 15 minutes gone he's given the free, I thought it was a double hop actually
1: it is, yep. and that's what he he did hop it. He, he, I put it, the linesman said it to him but the referee didn't blow it initially he allowed him to take the take the, the shot it was wide but it is a free out to Carlo uh, double hop by the centre back I think uh, Liston
0: that's correct, I thought for all the world that one was going to go over the crossbar because he was in a good position. Three points each between Mayo and Kerry. 14 minutes gone in that game. Seven points apiece still between Johnny Gall and Clare. Uh, in the Talton Cup the other game that's going on at the moment it's looking good for Cavan but London have scored a goal Cavan 16 points London uh, 2-6 so that's 12 points to 16 with 11 minutes to go it would be a huge shock if Cavan didn't win that game Ross Dunphy good foot pass inside the Limerick 45 it's gathered by Conor Crowley who's up to the 20 metre line passes it off to Jamie Clark. Jamie Clark gets a bit of space hits a shot which he drops short and Donal O'Sullivan gathers underneath the crossbar and runs out up towards the 13, gives a pass away, now it's Colin McSweeney, out over the 20 metre line, gives it to Sean O'Dee, Sean O'Dea fists it up to Enright, who's just outside his own 45 side of net watch, Park tries it, well I was going to say a risky enough one, it actually wasn't, it was a great ball to Brian Donovan, maybe he didn't mean it but it looked like a great ball, don't Donovan, think, t- I don't think he did mean it, <laughs> was, you know, he was looking
1: for the man over over the centre forward and if Conor Dyle had been awake, he could have got that one in his
0: hands but he was he was watching his man instead of the ball Here's James Nocton, he's inside the Carlo 45 5 recycles it out to Colin McSweeney Colin McSweeney up to the 20 metre line making a break for it is Peter Nash Peter Nash bounces waits for support to arrive he looks like he's got all the time in the world and then fists it back to Killian Fahey and it's one of those passes that was allowed to bounce here's Jim Liston Jim Liston moves it off to Brian Donovan Brian Donovan moves it forward up towards the 20 metre line back it goes to Brian Donovan who has a goal despite a crowd of Carlo yep. players being around him on the 20 metre line to the right of the D he puts it over Limerick 6 points Carlo 2 points 16 and a half minutes gone and Carlo are struggling here.
1: You can see the experience of, of Limerick. They're holding it up. They're waiting for the runners. Their little pop passes getting into that little pocket in front of the D, and they're just popping them over the bar. And they're, after pushing on, they score the last six points in a row. 16 minutes gone here, and Carlo are really struggling, you know, really for their kickouts because Limerick are pushing right up the whole way on the machine.
0: Mayo five points. Kerry three points. 18 minutes gone in Killarney. Carlo have won the ball from their own kick out. It's Jordan Morrissey. Jordan Morrissey toe taps then kicks it out to the runner that's Jamie Clark Carlo need a score they're over the 45 inside the Limerick half can they get one here it's into the hands of Colum Hulton Brilliant Hulton score. what a score that was from Hulton right footed just outside the 20 meter line while he was on the move into the Dublin road end and Carlo after 17 minutes and 24 seconds get a much needed score Limerick six points Carlo three points
1: Morrissey seems to be the only man. He's after winning win in three kickouts for Carlo, but a brilliant ball across to Jamie Clark here on the outside. Found Hulton, Hulton onto the right foot. A great score. Carlo just dropped off them. Then they're dropping deep back into the row half again. So we need we need to do something about our kickouts. If you're not winning your kickouts, you're in butter. Limerick coming forward here
0: again. Carlo's first score since the third minute. They were desperate for that. They needed that. Jim Liston is foul on the Carlo 65. Referee says come forward because there was a Carlo player around him didn't let him hazard. he's closer to the 45 than the 65 he was stealing a few metres there the referee tells him to go back the Free will be taken between the 45 and the 65. Dropped into the bread basket of Keane, Just inside the Carlo, 45. He played it along the ground and it's a free out to Carlo. Couple of important wins for Carlo in the last couple. moving forward. Solring, up towards the D. Can he get a shot away? Crowley's blocked off by Fanning. Looks for the support. Tries to get the pass through to Kieran Moran. But Limerick had all the men. But with Cottle Downs and Limerick will come up the park. 18 and a half minutes gone. Limerick, six points. Carlo, three points. That's the thing about playing the long ball in and it was a
1: first-time ball. Crowley did, did win the ball but he found three men three men during and lost the ball, Limerick turned it over and turned the attack here again.
0: Could he have got a shot off? We'll come back to that point because Paul Maher is up towards the 20 metre line, Limerick it rolls into the path of Keane Sheehan, Keane Sheehan runs over to the terrace side, gives it to Paul Maher gives it back to Keane Sheehan, Sheehan goes to ground free into Limerick inside the Carlo, 45 about uh, 8 metres off the touchline on the terrace side. Now he might not have scored it but Conor Crowley there, did he need to have a shot and at the very least send the ball dead? Because Possibly. when you give it away like he did yeah, there, he and it was it tough, yeah. came
1: back down really quickly. You did that and gives Limerick a chance of a free here, but he was on his left foot. He, if he turned back inside, I'd, I'd say he was going to be blocked. Yeah. He just spotted Kieran Moore when the corner of his eye going through the middle didn't make the pass properly but Limerick turned it over really quickly and they have a free here probably 35 metres out just on the right hand side it'll be a good score if he gets it but he's well capable
0: of getting these ones I remember speaking to Kieran Donaghy after an Armagh game and he said like when you drop it short like that or give it away it's a double punishment if they go up the pitch and score which Limerick might do might here do James here. Nocton fancies this one well Willie has told you the geography of it I'll tell you the result of it he's got his back to us as we are in the Main stand in Netwatch, Cullen Park, it's sailing over the crossbar. What a kick that was from James Nocton from a tight enough angle just inside the 45 on the right side, kicking towards the Sugar Factory and no real breeze to speak of here today. Limerick, seven points, Carlo three points, 20 minutes gone in the first half, live on KCLR, Willie Quinlan.
1: Yeah, we just can't afford to give away those frees. You can see him; he had the distance. He just barely stroked it over the bar. And every time it's turned over, you can see Limerick three men around Morrissey. That time they played the ball to Can Boogie Can turn it over. In fairness, done really, really well. But it's from here; it's from here to the other end. We need to get men uh, forward a, a little bit more quicker. Great running by Colm Holton here on the he right side. He runs
0: onto it, takes it just inside the Limerick 45, gets up to the 20 meter line, then just stops and waits for Shane Clark. Shane Clark has it on the 45, kicks uh, well. I was going to say crossfielder, but it was more backwards to. Jamie Clark. Jamie Clark moves it on to Connor Doyle, who's just outside the 45. Looking for the pass oh. back to Clark. Clark has crunched in the tackle. It's fair, says the referee. Limerick turn it over and they'll break back up the park. Carlo had the possession. And look, I know it's easy to say it from here, but they really could have done better with it, should have done better with it. Killian Fahy running through the middle, up towards the 45, inside the Carlo half, gives it off to Brian Donovan. Brian Donovan making his way towards the 20-metre line, goes to ground and the referee gives a free in, which I would describe as soft. Soft, but it was across the back and uh, uh, the defender just,
1: you know, clobbered him, but Jamie Clark, it just shows on the, the condition that he's in because he was lined up, he was actually taken over, but it wasn't a free, a brilliant tackle by the Limerick, I think it was centre-back, but, it, they are a physical team, and, and you don't want to bring physicality into it. You need to move that ball quickly. He was very unlucky that time, but Limerick, as soon as the turn it over, down the field. And this man again, he's five, four points, three from freeze and one from play. But he's going for his fifth point here, Roisin.
0: as you were in the Premier League. United still leading Bournemouth by one goal to nil. Brentford beating Tottenham 3 1 earlier on scoreless in all the rest of the three o'clock games a huge game at 5.30 Nottingham Forest against Arsenal Nocton is at the 20 metre line by the time Tops he strikes it, it right footed just to the right of the D he puts it over it's a five point lead for Limerick Limerick eight points Carlo three points 22 minutes gone in this game live on KCLR. remember on the uh, Kilkenny frequency you'll be able to listen to the Leinster Intermediate Camogie final between Carlo and Kilkenny earlier on unfortunately the Kilkenny Miners beaten in the Electric Ireland All-Ireland Minor semi-final they lost to Clare there uh, later on at six o'clock the seniors get their turn in the Leinster Championship when they take on Dublin in UPMC, Nolan Park and uh, Ronnie will bring you through that one we're actually heading down to it I'm looking forward to it I have to say Shane Clark gathers the ball after it broke from a kick out Carlo get it free between the 65s there's a Carlo man down Jordan so we'll stop for a second and Jordan Morrissey is not a man you, well you don't want any of your players down but especially not Jordan Morrissey because he is the engine room of this team
1: yeah, he took a, took a hit on the way down, actually won the ball but got caught in the air in fairness, Clark won the breaking ball and it was a free in, but he'll be okay he's fine, he's down on one knee, but he's he's a strong player, but he, he he's the man they're going to go to, they need to get more men around him you know, for the kick out, because if it's going to break, and Limerick, Limerick can see what Carla are doing, they're pushing up high, they're putting two on Morrissey, so Carla need to get two around them for, for the breaks, and if they can do that and win their own kick outs, they have a chance, but Limerick are really pushing the pressure on here, it's 8 points to 3, Limerick winning by 5
0: points Mayo 7, Kerry 3 that one going on in Killarney there's 23 minutes gone there, 24 in fact Carlo boom the free down the line, the ball breaks and it comes to a Carlo man and that man is Conor Crowley, Conor Crowley soloing with his right on the left, there was a foul the referee is giving a free into Carlo and it's a bit of a break a break that they needed 8-3 Limerick lead 23 minutes gone in the first half
1: yeah Dara Foley is I think is he'd be his first free so Limerick being very disciplined around there not giving away them frees because uh, they know this man will, will pop them over the bar all, all day so it's probably what 40 meters out just to the left hand side so he very carefully definitely have the distance see how he has he got the accuracy here now
0: Carlo looking to reduce the gap to four points It's a booming effort from Dara Foley from just inside the 45. It's an excellent strike with the right foot. He was just to the left of centre. It's Carlo, four points, Limerick, eight points, 24 minutes gone.
1: Yeah, it's just what Carlo needed. They needed a little bit of a break, and they got the break with that free, but they need to start putting pressure on Limerick in in the areas. They seem to be dropping everyone back, but Limerick are so strong physically. You can see them running with the ball. They're just going to improve. Uh, The fitness could be a huge factor in this game. Again, the 70 minutes is up pushing.
0: 63 minutes gone in Clare eight points, Donegal, nine points. Donegal desperate for a win there. Brian Donovan has the ball, trying to get away from Ross Dunphy. Brian Donovan with a beautiful hopping, skipping ball down towards the 45. Making a run on the inside is Jim Liston, who does take it. He's clattered into by Mark Fury. It's a fair challenge in fairness. Limerick lost the ball, then picked it up off the ground. That was Jim Liston. And it's a free out to Cardo. Good tackling, good intensity it's kicked backwards to Fury almost intercepting machine. but Fury gets the ball away two Limerick men try to tackle the Carlo man of the 20 metre line one of them is Adrian Enright he did kind of a hand high tackle, flailing say, there yeah. it was a high yeah. tackle it, was, it, it wasn't vicious but it was a high tackle and it's a free out to Carlo eight to eight points to four Limerick lead, 25 minutes gone.
1: Brilliant tackle by Mark Fury. He could see again. He could see him coming forward. He lined him up and he saw so physical. He's a big, strong man in the tackle as well. Dispossessed him. Uh, he turned him over, made him uh, pick the ball up off the ground. High tackle then. Carlo were lucky going back to the goalkeeper because I, I thought he was going to be caught by, uh, could have been James Nocton, seemed to be putting the pressure on. Johnny Fury done really well, got the ball away to Clark, but it definitely was a high tackle. So he's still down, but I'm sure he'd be okay. He's a strong physical player, but he, he looks injured though from here. He hasn't moved a whole lot. Let's hope he's okay. It definitely looked like a high tackle, so I was in around the head area. No cars being produced, but... Yeah, Mikey Bambrick is having a word with the, the referee, actually telling him that it was a high
0: tackle, but I'm sure Clark will be okay well normally on a day like today when we have a stoppage like this the water bottles are flung in yeah. that's not actually happening at the moment it is quite muggy out yeah, there uh, 26 minutes gone 8-4 limerick we have a stoppage this came live on casey lore with thanks to dan morrissey and co in a league of their own with a full range of concrete quarry products roof tiles and macadam see dan morrissey and willie
1: yeah i'm just looking at there's a couple of players actually came to the sideline themselves the bottles are not being in but uh shame has come out came out here He's, he's taking a drink Niall, Niall Hickey has got a drink so the players themselves have moved out to the sideline even though you're right normally in a hot day the, the bottles the water bottles will be in around there lads will be getting a drink but it is very clammy it is very warm so big test in the fitness today with the 70 minutes
0: Aston Villa have missed a penalty against Liverpool but they still lead by one goal to nil not sure who scored that because it's just popped up on the screen here but uh, Aston Villa leading Liverpool by one goal to nil and uh, Manchester United still one nil up against Bournemouth both that one is away from home from Manchester United. Carlo at home. They move it forward towards the 45. It was Jonah Dunn, or I beg your pardon, it wasn't Jonah Dunn who made the run. But Carlo have it on the 45, trying to turn and twist his Ross Dunphy. Dunphy left-footed just inside the 45 from That's a crowd. A That's strike. an unbelievable Absolute. score. That's a fantastic score. Carlo five points Limerick eight points 27 minutes gone in the game
1: yeah just what they needed it was a great ball by, uh, by Shane Clark out to, out to Dunphy he turned in turned back out onto his left foot direct in front of the goal and he just unleashed a
0: brilliant shot with the left foot great score for Carlo two in a row for Carlo much needed and Carlo have won the possession back just inside that Limerick 65 Colum Holton got it he's fouled Carlo had the momentum they have the free inside the 65 great tackle actually by Holton in the first
1: place to dispossess he's a big strong physical player he turned over the Limerick man and then it was a high tackle is it a centre centre back is it Liston is coming is he going to get a yellow card Oshin?
0: He's been this- spoken to
1: yeah first yellow of the day maybe it was a high tackle again a yellow card Yeah,
0: yellow card for Liston and it's not the bomber Liston either <laughs> Well, I wonder, does Dara Foley fancy it from here? He's standing between oh, right. the 65 and the 45 at the moment. Be to a the left of centre
1: kick, if it went over from there. Well, he's a huge
0: kick. actually facing his own goal, yeah. so no, he's not going for it. And Carlo will run it forward. Doyle gives it off to Jordan Morrissey. Jordan Morrissey gives it to Shane Clark. Shane Clark pops it off to the runner. And now it's Jordan Morrissey. It opens up a bit for Morrissey. Solos up towards the 45. He's taking on the Limerick defender. He's still going at pace. Up towards the 20. Bounces. Gets the ball away. It's Conor Crowley. Conor Crowley is moving towards the goal. Puts it on to the left and score. puts it over. Three scores in a row for Carlo. And now it's only a two-point game. 28 minutes and 20 seconds gone. Limerick eight points. Carlo six points. The, the one
1: big thing you know, look at the amount the Carlo players have got up the field, and that's that's what you can't beat. You can't beat the support player. Uh, other times Crowley has got the ball on his own, Holton has got the ball on his own. When they get the support and the support runners, they've every chance of scoring, and that's has been the last five minutes of brilliant for Carlo in fairness.
0: Great tackle by Ross Dunphy on the Limerick 45. Brian Fanning looked like he was caught in possession there. He got the pass away to Jim Liston. Jim Liston moves it off, and Limerick trying to cool things down a bit. It was Sean o the fullback who got onto it there, gave it off to a man on the right hand side, and Limerick runs it over to this near side as we look from the main stand. Running it into the path of Paul Marr. Paul Marr on the 65. Paul Marr has advantage coming because he was fouled. Gives it down the line to Brian Donovan. It gets away from Donovan. The free in was coming to Limerick. But it's back towards the 65. The referee standing on the 45 at the moment. But he's walking backwards. Which yep. indicates to me that uh, he is going to where the free should be taken from. He points to a spot on the ground between the 65 and the 45. Just to the left of centre. and In the wing back slash wing forward channel. Well, that's if those wing-backs and wing-forwards are playing narrowly, which we see in football now, don't we? James Nocton has the ball in hand. Does he fancy it?
1: Putting it on the ground. Wow, he a, does. be an unbelievable kick if he's going for this.
0: Is it James Nocton or Rhian O'Neill we're looking at? Yeah, one of them anyway. Oh,
1: he's bringing the refer- or the linesman is bringing him back even. He's right on halfway. If, no, he's not on right on halfway. He's right, I suppose, 55 metres. He decided yep. to go short.
0: Well, he was just at the limit of his range. Probably. Now, he is a really good... Free taker. He's a really good ball striker. So it was more than possible that he would have put that one over, but when he was told to move back just that one or two meters, it just took it out of his range. Key and Sheehan has it. He's inside the Carlo sixty-five. Runs up towards the 45, then curves back. Carlo have 14 players behind the ball, only one player inside the Limerick half. Now it's James Nocton on the Carlo 65. Lost it, regathers it. Five minutes to go to the break, and there was a foul from a Carlo man there, and it's a free to Limerick just inside the Carlo 65. It's kicked out to Killian Fahi. Fahi slowly but surely makes his way towards the 45, then turns back, fists it into the runner, who takes it in his chest at speed, that's Mike Donovan, Mike Donovan up to the 45, intercepted by Carlo, really great work by Dara Foley, who read that one like a book. Now breaking out of Shane Buggy, Shane Buggy is being tackled by Colin McSweeney, it's a free out to Carlo from their own 45, middle of the pitch, with Shane Buggy, kicks over to the terrace side and Carlo tried to move it quickly down the wing again, it's back inside to Jordan Morrissey, Morrissey shovels it to Connor Doyle, who's inside his own 65, Doyle moves it to Shane Buggy, who's underneath the stand buggy has far more options backwards than he does forward so he goes to mark fury mark fury moves it out to dara foley 31 minutes gone limerick by two they led by five at one stage but carlo have got three points in a row to reel the shannon siders back in it's a big weekend for limerick of course their hurlers play tomorrow and in theory could be knocked out of the monster championship they're playing tipperary and more on that to come on kclr obviously a lot more on the leinster hurling championship to come with uh Kenny taking on Dublin live on Casey Law at 6 o'clock this evening and next week the Joe McDonough Cup final Carlo taking on Offaly Sean Bambrick moves forward he's inside the 65 inside Limerick territory moves it off to Mark Fury Mark Fury shoveled it to Jordan Morrissey Jordan Morrissey had to go backwards because again there was no options on there now it's Mikey Bambrick Mikey Bambrick up to the Limerick 45 just sidestep back towards his own 65 now it's Mark Fury who has it Mark Fury gives to Jordan Morrissey Jordan Morrissey up to the 45 gives to Connor Doyle Connor Doyle gives to Mark Fury Mark Fury fists it to Shawnee Bambrick Shawnee Bambrick out to Mikey Bambrick. Mikey Bambrick between the 65 and the 45. Soloing inside the Limerick 45 on the wing. Cuts back. Looks for options. Does a bit of a disco move. Runs towards the 20-meter line. Barry Coleman in hot pursuit. What a run this is by Bambrick. Bambrick just outside the square. The door closed for him, but he still has the football. Drops it under pressure from Liston. Then regathers. Then lobs it across the square. And a Limerick fist gets in there and diverts it away from the face of goal. But Shane Bogie will take it just outside the Limerick 20-meter line. Gives it off to a man in a better position. He thought about shooting and didn't. Kicked it back outside to Mark Fury who's just outside the 45 he gives it to Dara Foley Dara Foley runs back towards the 65 then turns back it over to the uh, terrace side into the path of Colm Hulton Hulton put a lot of air on that one but it did reach a fellow Carlo man Barry Nash with a little bit of a push on the Carlo player who delivered the pass there the referee lets it go Jordan Morrissey bounces gets inside the 45 thought about opening it up for a shot didn't think it was on so passed it to his teammate who runs back outside the 45 and gives it to Mikey Bambrick who's between the 65s and he has all the time in the world back to Johnny Fury Johnny Fury just outside his own 65 fists it to Mikey Bambrick who's between the 65s 33 minutes gone still Limerick by two eight points to six Carlo playing around with the football Mark Fury gives it out to the terrace side Carlo playing keep ball at the moment it's Shane Buggy Shane Buggy fists it out to Connor Doyle Connor Doyle with a bit of pace in him, runs back towards his own 65, gives it to Jordan Morrissey. Jordan Morrissey, dead centre in the middle of the pitch. He's tackled ferociously, but gets out of the tackle by Adrian Enright and gets up towards the 45. Moves it inside, plays a 1-2, gets pushed in the back. Carlo worked that one brilliantly, and they have won the free just inside the Limerick 45, middle of the pitch, facing the Dublin road end. 34 passes, Oisin, they wow. the ball and in fairness,
1: Morrissey was looking to get forward, they were low, patient, they worked it into the corner, back out around two or three times, and he was trying to get forward, it was a push in the back, Foley here with the free, dead centre, just probably 44 metres out, if he could pop this one over the bar, just before half-time, a brilliant score, bring us
0: back to one. Dara Foley, ball in hand, kind of facing the main stand, with his back to the terrace, he'll turn around and kick this one, can he make it a one-point game, we're in the last minute of the first half, this is a big moment for Carlo, Looking for a fourth score in a row. Foley drops it onto the right. It goes high. Does it go between the posts? It comes off the post yeah, and goes does. over. It's an excellent score from Dara Foley. He's kicked some big ones today. Limerick eight points. Carlo seven points. And we've got 35 seconds left in the first half. Live on Casey Law. What a game this is. Just showed so much, so much patience and experience
1: they did In fairness, held on to the ball really, really well. Um, worked it till they got a free Limerick ran over patience I suppose uh, bad tackle out around 45 metres and Foley puts it over the bar, Limerick
0: coming away with it here as we speak. And Carlo kind of went after that Limerick kick out there didn't they but Limerick have good ball players and they're able to work it out now it's Keane Sheehan, two minutes of an added time to be played at the end of the half we're ten seconds short of that at the moment Keane Sheehan between the 65s gives it out to the wing, comes back inside to Barry Coleman one point between them as we cross over into injury time of which there will be two minutes Killian Fahey has it, Killian Fahey takes it gives it off to Brian Donovan 13 minutes since Limerick last scored they bring it up to the Carlo 45 it's Nash who re- receives it Peter Nash drops it onto the right booms it down towards the square it'll drop just outside it's taken very well by Cottle Downs what a mark that was he might have been fouled in fact but either way it's a free shot to Limerick on the 30 meter line just outside the square and it will be Cottle Downs because it is a mark great ball by Nash great catch by Downs and he has called the mark, he's right under the scoreboard, Limerick who haven't scored for, well we'll say 14 minutes now, Cahill Downs should end that particular drought it's gone wide, it's gone wide it's a real let off for Carlo Limerick. so it's Limerick 8 points Carlo 7 points, a slice of luck for Carlo, means it's still a 1 point game, we've got a minute and 10 seconds left for play at the end of the half, we're in the 2 minutes of injury time, in this Talton Cup encounter, live on KCLR, brought to you by Dan Morrissey and Co. Fury kicks it into the middle of the park it's batted back towards the Carlo goal it bounces into the path of Sheehan who moves it outside to Adrian Enright Enright loses it and Carlo get it back Enright hasn't given up on it he pokes it forward but it's intercepted by Jordan Morrissey and Carlo with 40 seconds left of injury time here have the football will they get another score either way It's looking far better coming up to halftime. Oh, Peter Nash almost intercepted a ball on the 45. He got lucky. Carlo just had the numbers back there. got away from Nash. He wasn't able to get it under control. He got a slap on it, but he wasn't able to get it in hand. Carlo very lax there. They try a booming ball down into the full forward line. It was taken and it is a push in the back and a free for Carlo inside the 45 on the wing forward channel. And it'll probably be the last kick of the half and the referee is bringing it forward so it's actually in a far better position it's close to the 20 metre line Crowley. it's just
1: outside the D Crowley's still down though it was a hefty tackle came through the back of him it definitely was a free but somebody said something and he's brought it right into the D but you don't like to see Crowley don't he? he's such an influence
0: here in the first half carrying a lot of ball speaking of going down Everton 1-0 down against Wolves they've never been relegated is this the year Crowley still receiving treatment so you're missing no live action here Manchester United still 1-0 up against Bournemouth. Later on, Katie Taylor in the ring. Dara Foley, ball in hand, just outside the 20-metre end. Just outside the 20-metre line, I should say. Just to the left of the D. Foley does his little routine. Gets up to the arc and kicks it over right-footed. And Carlo are level. And that's half-time. Carlo 8 points. Limerick 8 points. It was 8-3 at one stage. This is the second time that the teams have been level, and Carlo have shown real fight here, will he?
1: This is exactly what they showed last weekend. Losing five points down, going into 65 minutes, and really dominated the last 10 minutes. And that's exactly what what they've done. They came out the blocks really, really well. Got the first two points. Limerick took over eight points to three, as you said, but Carlo have notched the last five points. So really looking forward to the second half. It has been a brilliant first half. I'm told Dara Foley, if he kicks another three points, he passes Brendan Hayden's... Uh, scored Halley Hennessy texted the, you that as the, well the highest, yeah. the highest but he, he did tell me to find out so but, but Dara's brother actually told him that it was that it definitely was the truth so we can only take him at his word he obviously knows exactly what score he has to get I'm sure he'll get three more chances in the second half but really really impressed with Carlo in the last 10 minutes
0: well, it looked like they were losing their way, but they played their way back in with patience and intensity. And at the break, it's eight points apiece in this Talton Cup encounter. Live on Casey Law, let me tell you about what's happening elsewhere in the All Ireland uh, Group Four Round One. It's Donegal, eleven points clear, eight points with five minutes to go in Ennis. Mayo, twelve points. Kerry, seven points at half time. In that game now, that would be a bit of a surprise. At 5:15, Galway taking on Tyrone. Uh, let's see if we can get a score from London. Cavan 17 points, London 2-6. That's in uh, Group One. There's one minute left there, so I think we can safely assume that Cavan uh, will win that game. Don't forget, lots of live action to come across the weekend on KC Law, including the uh, Heineken Champions Cup final later on today. 4.45 is the kickoff. It is Leinster against La Rochelle. At 6 o'clock, you'll be able to hear Kilkenny and Dublin on the Kilkenny frequency. Uh, Ronnie bringing you through that one with Mickey Welch. And uh, I'll be in the crowd for that. Looking forward to it. Looking forward to the second half here at the break in Netwatch, Cullen Park. It is Carlo 8 points, Limerick 8 points. We will be back very soon. KCLR Live Sport. The 2023 Chalchin Cup Round 2. Carlo versus Limerick. With thanks to Dan Morrissey and Co. In a league of their own with a full range of concrete, quarry products, roof tiles, and macadam. See Co.com. Welcome back to Netwatch Cullen Park for the second half of this Talton Cup encounter between Carlo and Limerick. Eight points apiece going into the second half. It didn't look like Carlo were going to be at parity at one stage in the second half, but Willie Quinlan. They put the foot down and scored five or six in a row to make sure it's level at the break. And we're about to come in to the second half. Limerick have made a couple of changes. We'll get to that and on. But what do you, need to do in the second half, having finished with five in a row in the first? Well,
1: looking at the way they set up, uh, oshin they actually pressed the, the Wicklow or the Limerick kick out and got uh, you know lots of dividends over to, to turn them over a couple of times exactly what Limerick are doing on Carlo. for Carlow kickouts Limerick are pressing right up forcing them to kick it long and then it becomes 50-50 Carlow have done that in the last 10 minutes and got the last five points and got back level uh, they need to continue that they need to work the work has to really really stay the same you know the last 10 minutes against Wicklow that's
0: what we need for the next 35 minutes here in Netmuch Cullen Park After 22 minutes of the first half, it was 8-3 to Limerick. Then that five in a row to get Carlo level for the second time in this match. I can tell you that at halftime in the All-Ireland Series, Group 1, Round 1, it's Mayo 12 points, Kerry 7 points at the break. And uh, Donegal have got a really, really big victory against Clare. In Ennis, it always happens, doesn't it? Just as I was about to read out the score, it went off my screen. Cavan have beaten London by 18 points to 6, 2-6, I beg your pardon. That's in the Talton Cup. And that score has just popped back up in front of me, Johnny Gall, with a huge win away to Clare. 14 points to 9, the final score in Ennis. Earlier on, locally, Kilkenny beating Carlo in the Leinster Intermediate Camogie final. Unfortunately, the Kilkenny Miners out of the Electric Ireland all-Ireland series they were beaten in the semi-final by Clare in Thurless coming up at 6 o'clock Kilkenny against Dublin in the Leinster Senior Championship we'll have full commentary on KCLR and we'll also have commentary of the Heineken Champions Cup final between Leinster and La Rochelle can Leinster win it for the first time since 2018 Ian Corbett is in for Jim Liston Hughie Burke Hugh Burke is in for Adrian Enright on the Limerick team Limerick playing into the Dublin road end in the second half in the green jerseys and the white shorts and the White Sox it's and Sheen trying to break forward he's inside the 45 flicks it off to James Nocton Nocton gets away from the despairing tackle of Mark Fury and gives it to Nash Nash is outside the 45 Carlo with 12 behind the ball they've left 3 up that's a bit of a sea change Willie from the first half it comes into the hands of one of the subs who's just come in that's Ian Corbett an experienced campaigner a good campaigner he fists it back to Paul Marr Paul Marr Shovels it out towards that terrace side And the Limerick man who receives it Has to run backwards to get it He's completely unmarked It's Killian Fahy Killian Fahy finds a man who's unmarked Inside the Carlo 45 That's Paul Maher Paul Maher thought about a shot But then passed instead Now it's into the hands of Killian Fahy Fahy back to Maher Goal attempt And it's in It's rolled home Low past the keeper Down to his right Limerick get the goal What a start to the second half We've got 53 seconds gone In the second half Limerick won eight Carlo eight points that's exactly what we didn't want to have happen us
1: but it opened up like the red sea three or four Limerick players coming right up the middle two or three little passes stuck to the bottom corner goal for Limerick and it looks like somebody as it Mikey Bambrick or Shawnee Bambrick could be going in the book here whatever happened I think it was a late tackle on on number 10 Keane Sheen uh, is it Mikey can't see the number the two brothers are, are facing me here one I think it co- it's a yellow card he's given. It's actually number it's number four, yeah. It's Shawnee Bambrick with a yellow card, a late, late tackle on the number 10 Sheen. A couple of minutes ago, a referee took note of it. Obviously, he got a word from the linesman, and it is a, a yellow card. But kick out here for Carlo, but quick goal by Limerick, and that really puts him in the driving seat straight away.
0: Well, on a weekend where Katie Taylor fights in Dublin for the first time in seven years, let's hope that's not a knockout blow for Carlo. Limerick, 1-8. Uh, Carlo 8 points the goal hasn't got up on the scoreboard interestingly enough to our left hand side I didn't see it being chalked off
1: that's definitely a goal anyway the umpire put up the flag even though
0: Cahill Downs has it just outside the 65 floats a fist pass over to Mike Donovan Mike Donovan with the kick pass inside to Brian Donovan Brian Donovan bounces Gets up to the 20 metre line Makes his way inside Tries to get a shot away No well he tries to open it up And he does get it to Peter Nash Peter Nash is up to the 20 sells his shot short And it's gathered easily By Johnny Fury That goal has now gone up On the scoreboard So just to double confirm Limerick one 8 Carlo 8 points two and a half minutes gone in the second half how much confidence will Carlo take from the fact that they were five down in the first half and played their way in we'll come back to that point in a second because Brian Donovan has been fouled inside the 45 he's about 15-20 metres inside the 45 inside the Carlo half about 10 or 15 metres off the terrace side and it's a free into Limerick
1: yeah it's Kieran Moore, and he's protesting it but it definitely was a foul he went through the back of the player uh, took them to the ground uh, along the way and th- they're silly fouls to be given away you know, Limerick got a great start with a goal and now they're going to push them to four points if they keep going you know I don't think Carlo will, will be able to have the same in- intensity in the last ten minutes this is going to be a physically game it's very very hot out there um, you can see Limerick are playing at a higher level. They're playing in division two last year, division three the year before, so they have that little bit of experience. It is a free in and, it and looks it's taken like it's a by James Nocton and it again. goes over the
0: black spot into the Dublin road end and Limerick have now scored one one without reply in the second half, thirty-eight minutes gone. Limerick one nine, Carlo eight points.
1: Limerick really hunting down Carlo. You can see them in twos or threes. They're they they're trying to get the turnovers. They know if they get the turnovers, there's a score there because Carlo are not set. They're not in their defensive shape. So Limerick are going after everything, especially the kickouts.
0: And it's Kos by Cottle Downs just inside the Carlo 65 off their own kick out Downs gives it backwards to Killian Fahey who runs onto it between the 65s Fulham 1 Crystal Palace 1 a half time score in the Premier Division Manchester United still 1-0 up away to Bournemouth Liverpool still 1-0 down to Aston Villa and Everton still 1-0 down away to Wolves as Limerick bring it up to the Carlo 45 it's kicked outside to Mike Donovan Mike Donovan gets inside the 20 it's opened up a bit for him but he passes it outside rather than inside and it comes back to James Nocton James Nocton this pass back outside to Ian Corbett Corbett outside the 45 kicks it to a man in the D that man is Cottle Downs he calls the mark and he's got the chance to extend Limerick's lead just outside the D middle of the pitch
1: that's something I, I noticed in the first half every Limerick man seemed to be a yard in front of the Carleman. that they weren't actually taken that's a brilliant kick by the, the midfielder number 9 Cottle Downs Is his first score
0: high and floated over Limerick won 10 Carlo 8 points 39 minutes gone in this game live on KC Allure you can't afford to allow a team to get 5 points on you in the first
1: half and do the same in the second half and that's exactly what Carlo has done and can we can, you know, can the stay coming back it's it's going to be very very difficult the next 10 minutes are really vital that Carlo must get down the
0: field and get a score here it's a busy day in GA in soccer in boxing in rugby in golf as well of course the USPGA g Uh, but the real action there doesn't really start until later on Kieran Moran takes it on his own 65 can Carlo fight their way back into this game they're five points down at home against Limerick in the Talton Cup even if they lose today they still have a chance against Longford next week and if they win that one would fancy them to get through but you don't want to take chances you don't want to leave it to the last day if you possibly can it's kick back towards Mikey Bambrick who has to run after a bouncing ball back towards his own 45 he takes it in a bit of space and runs forward every Limerick man inside the 65 running through now is Shane Clark but he doesn't have the ball he wants to get it from Mikey Bambrick Bambrick is still going soloing up to the 20 metre line runs into heavy traffic he's between the 20 and the 13 somehow keeps it gets it to Ross Dunphy Dunphy thought about shooting nothing on gets to the end line hooks it back across and Limerick break it and then it falls kindly for Colin McS2. Sweeney who'll run it out, wanting it on the 45 is Brian Donovan, but Max Sweeney keeps a hold of it, then gives it to Nash, Limerick on the counter attack, but they only have one man up top, it's a ball kick forward, they've got support coming out. Brian O'Donovan is there, can he win the foot race against Conor Doyle, it is won by Brian Donovan, who's bearing it on goal, he's inside the square, he fists it over because the angle was being narrowed, and Limerick extend their lead to 111 against eight. 41 minutes gone. Yeah, great ball into space. You could see it. He put it well
1: ahead of uh, Donovan. He just had to chase onto it, got onto it. Looked like he could have put it into the back of the net, but decided to fist it over the bar. So lucky for Carlo that he didn't, because that really would have put Limerick in the driving seat. Uh, Great run by Mikey, but he just carried it into three or four players. Nearly lost it. Ross Dunphy put it across to, um, I I think it was... Dara Foley who couldn't get a hand to it but Limerick's dropping right back into their shape now I'm surprised they didn't push up and force them to kick it to the middle but they're really in the driving seat here in the first five minutes
0: Speaking of five minutes there's five minutes gone in Killarney It's in the second half I should clarify Mayo 14 points Kerry 8 points I know that there's not what you'd call high intensity stakes because pretty much everyone goes through it except for four teams but Kerry would want to win their group and get straight through to the quarterfinals anyway this still might there's a long way left in that game as there is in this 42 minutes gone Limerick won 11 Carlo 8 points there was a 5 point gap at one stage that Carlo reeled back and just like now they looked out of it but fought their way back in Limerick though they've turned it up a bit and that's what happens sometimes when you play a team who've operated at a higher level for a few years longer they can just do things quicker, faster at more intensity and that's what's happened so far, Willie in the second half
1: Yeah, and really quickly you could see it in the space of five minutes it just chased down everything really, really quickly turned over two or three balls got, got their goal and pushed on got a point from a free and got Donovan got into space
0: could have went for a goal but he went for a, a pointer so they're really in control at the moment it's up to Carlo now trying to take this back here for and Limerick have it on the 45 trying to make his way through as James Nocton goes outside to Nash Nash takes it runs back towards the 45 then turns towards the Carlo goal he's being policed all the way by Ross Dunphy he gives it off to Hugh Burke Hugh Burke saw that there was nothing forward so he went backwards instead to Brian Fanning and a Limerick man is down yeah, on the ground yeah I was
1: surprised that he didn't blow it because it, he, he was holding his head he, as if it was a head injury so normally a referee would blow it and he stayed down he, he didn't move in fairness so he got some contact up around the head in, injury referee has blown it for a well it will be a Limerick ball but it's not a free as such but they will hold on to the ball while the, the man is down can't see who quite it is at the minute is it Donovan is it 11? I
0: can't That's see from number, here yeah. I'm just looking out for the boots I don't think it's Donovan because Donovan has the no it's definitely not Donovan because he has those luminous orange boots Right he's straight in front of and us here and there's a few players with white boots it it's is Paul seven. Maher.
1: Yeah yeah just Carlo needs to settle down the next couple of minutes. You know, get in, the, get in, in, and get a couple of scores. Because mm-hmm. if Limerick continue to dominate and get the
0: scores, will it be outside in the next five or ten minutes? Yet to score in the second half, Carlo. And there is such a thing as a bad defeat, but a worse defeat if that makes sense. Because it might come down to scoring difference. You never know how yeah, these groups I mean, will be that's decided. Right. So. The last thing you want to
1: do is end up being beaten by 13 or 14 points and, and uh, go to you know scoring distance because uh, you'll be a long way from the points then because uh, Limerick last weekend beat, beat Longford by a goal 216 to 116 so Carlo need to stay driven, stay focused, stay getting as many scores as they can in this game. It's not over yet, but uh, Limerick really in control in the first 10
0: minutes. They certainly are. Mara's back up. He's back running. Cavan 18 points London 2-6 a final score from the Talton Cup Group 1 Mayo 14 points Kerry 9 points 43 minutes gone in that game earlier on goal, beating Clare 14 points to 9 at 5:15. Galway taking on Tyrone in a repeat of the 1995 All-Ireland semi-final Here's Ian Corbett just outside the 65 gives it off there to Cian Sheehan who will stay running all day he is an energizer bunny he's inside the 65 gives it off taking it and taking his time with it is Fahy who popped it off to Sean O'D. Sean O'D moves it off to a runner, Limerick with it on the 65, they lead by six, they have a comfortable lead, Brian Donovan making his way towards the 45, being policed all the way by Carlo Marker, that's Connor Doyle, but he's still motoring forward, he's up to the 20 metre line, goes for a cross fielder, he's looking to drop it to the back post where there is a green jersey, he takes it wonderfully well, gets it outside to Nash on the 13 metre line, outside the square, Nash yep. with the right boot, puts it over, 112 Limerick, 8 points Carlo, 45 minutes gone in the game, yet to score in the second half they have conceded 1-4 now in that second half yeah great ball
1: in by Donovan you know was caught quickly back to Nash and he just onto his right foot and popped it over the bar so Limerick are still in the driving seat winning this kick out as well they're sending three men around uh, Morrissey and
0: they're coming forward here can they get another score so Soap 17 Hugh Burke gave it off to James Nocton Nocton settles himself outside the 20 metre line just outside the D to the right of the D and puts it over with his left he kind of planted his right foot steered it over with his left a good score Limerick 113. Carlo 8 points 45 minutes gone in this game
1: Long, long way back, and I I can't see Carlo coming back. They look tired out there. They look leggy. Limerick are, are really just pushing on. They're after upping their game in the second half. You can see them. They're swarming all over Carlo. They're trying to get the breaks. Uh, they're looking for a kick out this might win Dara Foley if he could win this one he can indeed
0: Dara Foley takes it calls the mark just inside the 65 he doesn't see that there's a runner in behind that's Ross Dunphy who runs onto the bouncing ball just inside the Limerick 45 on the wing Dunphy solos up to the 20 metre line checks his run looking for options doesn't have too many of them uh, around him there is Connor Crowley but Ross Dunphy does really well to cut inside Brian Fanning is at him but Dunphy's still going up towards the square he wins the free and great work from Ross Dunphy
1: yeah, showed a lot of strength and, and actually when he looked around Oshin, there was nobody, Niall Hickey got to him eventually, but there was nobody in support. Limerick had three or four tracking him. They did track him down, ended up fouling him. So it is a free in for Dara Foley, but it is a long, long way back. Eight points, Carlo. This will be their first point in
0: the second half, 1-13 Limerick. So Dara Foley with the ball in hand on the 13-metre line, just outside the square, under the scoreboard at the Sugar Factory end. No breeze to speak of. It's a very warm and muggy day. It is overcast, but it is warm. Foley to kick Carlo's first of the second half, which he has done. Limerick 113, Carlo 9 points. 47 minutes gone in this game. Live on Casey Lore, it is the Talton Cup brought to you by Dan Morrissey & Co. Carlo need to start turning over these kickouts here because they're pushed
1: right up but see can kind they of win if they can win and get a couple of scores and get back into it, it could be different
0: Donald Sullivan, his kickout is intercepted brilliantly by Shawnee Bambrick can Carlo put a bit of a run together as they did in the first half running onto it now is Kieran Moore and Moore gives it off to Jordan Morrissey Morrissey in behind will it go oh, to Carlo lucky. and no it's just intercepted by Brian Fanning Carlo trying to work a goal when maybe and it's easy to say from up here they should have just kicked a point because the opportunity was there
1: yeah, Limerick had a lot of men behind the ball that, that tracked men back, and the cornerback, in fairness, did get in a good interception, but Limerick coming on the attack again. You can see them, they're just really alive in the in the second half. Carlo can't break them down. They've got a point from a free, but the scoreboard, you know, reads 113. Carlo, nine
0: points, and Limerick on the attack here again on the far side of Sheen. Brian Donovan runs onto it. He's inside the Carlo 45 on the wing. He's being marked by Shane Clark. Clark gets a hand in there. The ball squirts out. Burke tries to get to it. Burke sweeps it down to Brian Donovan. Oh, Lovely backflick to Burke. Burke has it inside the 13-metre line. He's now on the end line. He's looking for options. He's trying to pick out a foot pass to Fahi. It bounces away from Fahi, And luckily for Carlo, I think that's Dara Foley who takes it. He's running up to the 45. Carlo on the break. They need a couple of scores. Can they get them? Running onto it now is uh, number 19. That's Niall Hickey. Jonah Dunn has it. Jonah Dunn. Moved it off. Here's Shane Buggy. Shane Buggy back to Jonah Dunn. Jonah Dunn is inside the 65. is so it. Holding on to it Two or three Limerick players around him So he just goes short with the pass Carlo trying to work it up the pitch But it's a little bit slow and laborious at the moment Now they're between the 65s And it's kicked to this near side as we look From the main stand to Shawnee Bambrick Shawnee Bambrick motoring down towards the 45 Has an option outside Kicks it inside Ross Dunphy trying to get to it It kind of fell out of his arms Squirmed away from him Limerick have got the possession But Carlo fight for it through Mikey Bambrick Mikey Bambrick though can't get it And with it now is Mike Donovan Donovan's foul just outside of the 13 metre line Goes to ground He's holding his head There's a little bit of pushing and shoving. And Carlo need to be careful here. They need to keep their discipline. 48, 49 minutes gone. Limerick 113. Carlo 9 points. There's a few
1: pushes. Yeah, it was a a hefty tackle. Actually, in in fairness, the Limerick man seemed to drop his head down. I think it was Mike. He could have caught him with his shoulder, but definitely looked. He was going in with the shoulder. It was fairly fairly hard tackle, but he seems to be okay. He's in there on the ground at the
0: minute. What will the referee do? He's having a chat with his linesman here. He's looking to call somebody. Well, while he's doing that, I will say thank you to Dan Morrissey & Co in a league of their own with a full range of concrete quarry products, roof tiles and macadam. See danmorrisseyandco.com They're supporting this broadcast on KCLR won thirteen, Carlo 9 points Mikey Bambrick's been called to, to the referee so is he going to give him the yellow? He may do Anthony Nolan, the referee from the neighbours, from Wicklow the lines people the lines day. if we're being 100% technically correct Derek O'Mahony and Kevin Falloon, sideline official Dan Steins and the umpires Peter Case Don O'Keefe, Kieran Kenny and Paddy Tighe at 5 o'clock by the way a game that does have ramifications for this group Longford taking on Wicklow yeah yellow card for Mikey so Mikey Bambrick's on a yellow card he has to be careful Still receiving treatment is Mike Donovan by the way. So you're missing no action here. Still half time in the Premier League games that kicked off at three o'clock. In fact, no, it's not. I had to update my app. Sometimes that happens. 56 minutes gone. Manchester United still one nil up away to Bournemouth. Fulham one all with that uh, Crystal Palace. 51 minutes gone there. Four minutes gone in the second half at Anfield. Liverpool nil. Aston Villa one. And uh, well, it's just not looking like it's going to be a good day for the city of Liverpool because Everton are one 0 down against Wolves. Even though I'm not an Everton fan, I'm a Seamus Coleman fan. I'd hate to see him suffer a relegation.
1: Hate to yeah, see. Yeah, and it looked like the second injury that he's got actually could maybe finish his career. He was so unlucky. The last time he broke his leg, is it over a year ago? And it mm-hmm. looks like the same injury. Looking
0: at 5:30, Nottingham Forest taking on Arsenal. We're still um, stopped for that uh, treatment. Yeah, is looking for somebody else. He's looking for a limerick, a limerick player.
1: He's looking to even it up with the yellow cards. He's definitely looking for. And is it? The man with the yellow boots out on the far side. Is is he calling him? No, it could be number ten. Is it Keane Sheen?
0: Yes, it is. I think. Didn't see what a yellow card, card, and it's in fact for Colin McSweeney. Not sure why he's thinking there because Keane Sheen's hair is well, it stands out. He's got a great mop. Yeah. Uh, Not that Colin McSweeney doesn't, but it's not as identifiable as Keane's. He gets uh, the yellow card. An afro instead of a mop. I'm jealous of it. <laughs> As I say now, if my if my head was a tyre, it would fail the NCT. Back to Donald O'Sullivan. That's who's... well put. Okay, I've never heard that one before. <laughs> <laughs> Just in case anyone is wondering, yeah, that means yeah. I'm really bold. Dropped by Brian Fanning. Could Carlo get in here? No, they can't. Fanning regathers. He was within a hair's breadth of losing the ball there, but he got it back, Fanning, runs up the park into the path of Brian Donovan, who's been running up and down this pitch all day. He's been chased by Conor Doyle. He's inside the 45. Goes for a dropping ball towards the 20-metre line. Knocked and went to take it, but the referee spotted there was a foul, and it's a free to Carlo. And they'll be able to break back up the park. It's Ross Dunphy just inside his own 45. Dunphy kicks a beautiful pass down the line. Carlo have it just inside the 65. Going forward is Hulton. Hulton inside the 45. bearing it on the 20-metre line. Gives it off to Connor Doyle, who drops it, and Limerick have regathered and they just cannot afford afford to butcher chances like that, Limerick 113, 13, Carlo 9 points, we've got 52 minutes gone in the second half and Carlo wasting the possession there, Paul Mara runs onto it inside the 45 up towards the Carlo 20 metre line there's a Carlo defender in, in the way so he has to go backwards. Now it's Brian Dullivan on the 45, still inside the Carlo half. Flicks it back to Keane Sheehan who runs onto it. Keane Sheehan is between the 65 and the 45 and Limerick just slow it down and keep the ball with Nash. How frustrating was that, Willie?
1: Yeah, very frustrating. When you When you do get a chance and you're getting forward and we kind of had... Uh, I think it was five on five, you know, with, with the Limerick defenders. So there was a chance of a score and it was a two-yard pass. Crowley came around the corner. He obviously didn't they didn't connect with each other and Limerick took it and they're gone forward now. So that'll be very that can just suck the energy over the
0: team, and that's what seems to have happened. A ball, a lucky bounce for Carlo as the ball literally bounced over Cottle Downs on the Carlo 20 metre line, and Carlo were able to collect it and come forward. A goal could reignite them. A goal could bring them back into this game. But it looks unlikely because Limerick are able to get numbers behind the ball and Carlo are not taking the opportunities that are presenting themselves Jordan Morrissey comes forward, he's dispossessed by Mike Donovan but he gets it back referee says that oh. there was a foul by Jordan Morrissey there and it's a free to Limerick just inside the 145 middle of the pitch, 53 minutes gone Limerick 113, Carlo 9 points thought
1: that it was a little bit harsh, it, the two players did come
0: together, Morrissey just
1: topped it up a little bit high but it looked like the Limerick player had collided with him and he went to the ground he kept the free and, and Morrissey played a great pass into Hickey, Hickey looked like he was away but it is a free out to Limerick and just cannot get the scores in the second half we're kind of running out that energy change coming in here now it looks number 20
0: 20 well well, that's happening let's tell you what's happening in Killarney, it is Mayo 14 points Kerry 10 points, 48 minutes gone there earlier on Donegal beating Clare by 14 points to 9, locally Kilkenny unfortunately losing the All-Ireland Minor semi-final to Clare uh, but the uh, intermediate Camogie team have beaten Carlo in the Leinster Intermediate Final that game taking place not so far from here at SETU Carlow and we'll have reaction to that a little bit later coming up coverage of Leinster against La Rochelle in the Heineken Champions Cup Final and of course at 6 o'clock full live and uninterrupted commentary of Kilkenny against Dublin in the Leinster Senior Hurling Championship Kilkenny with a good victory against Antrim the last day out they've made a couple of changes for the game against Dublin Let's see how that works out. We will find out from 6 o'clock. Mike Donovan, between the 65 and the 45, inside the Limerick half, gives it off to Keane Sheehan. Sheehan trying to sidestep around. Sheehan does sidestep around Kieran Moran. Moran continues to chase. Sheehan up to the 45, has a man on the outside. He spills it. Sheehan tries to hack it forward, gets it to Barry Coleman. Coleman can't get it cleanly. He's fouled, free to Limerick, just inside the 45. Nash wants to take it quickly, but then he doesn't. The referee is calling over. I think it's uh, Ross Dunphy. Ross Dunphy. Being spoken to by Anthony Nolan, the referee. It looked like the ball was underground and when
1: Ross tried to toe poke it out. I, I don't, don't know. No, I think it was
0: a fair. Man, okay, I know it's not a Gaelic football term, it's more of a rugby term, but I thought it was a fair contest. He gets the yellow card yep. anyway. I'm using rugby terms on occasion. Brendan Hennessy is having a, a bad Big effect, effect on me. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Bad influence. He'll be at the Aviva today watching Leinster and La Rochelle. I was actually covering the Ulster-La Rochelle game back in uh, December, January, whenever it was, and there was no fans allowed. It was a strange one, but La Rochelle were actually allowed to bring in their um, delegation that came with them. Now, that was 200-plus people. I remember Ulster were not too happy with it. I don't know how many La Rochelle fans will be in the Aviva today, but there will certainly be far more Leinster fans. You're missing nothing here by the way The free still hasn't been taken by Limerick It is now just inside the Carlo 45 Kick back to Brian Fanning Limerick 113, Carlo 9 points We've got 56 minutes gone in this game Carlo need a bit of a miracle But this is sport And in sport miracles can happen Even if they don't win today They've got the game against Longford next week And if they win that They would likely go through to the next phase Peter Nash is foul inside the 45 It's a free to Limerick Nash is just on his knees at the moment Taking a breath On an overcast but warm day in Carlo yeah, Limerick, I, I think
1: this match was always going to be the toughest match. The, the team that played in Division 2 all year, albeit they, they were relegated into three next year, but they have that little bit of... You can see their strength and condition is a lot lot higher than Carlo, and that proved in the first 10 minutes of second half where they went on a 1-5 you know, to no score really, really quickly and put the game... You, you might as well say put the game to bed. I know there's fi- only 57 minutes uh, gone, 13 minutes left, but Carlo just looked like... Uh, out on their feet really Limerick are full of running they're, they're getting up and down the field they're getting the scores Carlo got a point I think in the second half mm-hmm. and that's a, a free from Dara Foley so just not good enough at it. But uh, good game great contest in the first half eight points apiece but Limerick just that little bit of class in the second half
0: Mayo 16 points carry 13 points 56 minutes gone in that uh, all Ireland group one round one clash Limerick have taken the free short they've kicked it into the D Carlo hack it away because it's gone loose Carlo get the ball into Kieran Morin Kieran Morin off the shoulder to Shane Bogie. Shane Bogie with a really good hand pass and Carlo come forward on the break can they get something here they've struggled for scores in the second half they go with a high lofted ball down towards the 13 metre line with a break for a Carlo man it might you know the keeper comes storming out kicks it but only into the path of Ross Dunphy Dunphy making his way towards the D he's being pursued there by Robbie Burke gets a shot away is it going to go over it is what a fantastic score that is from Dunphy and he gives a little shove to Ian Corbett backward, uh, back and Ian Corbett gives one back Carlo get the score 58 minutes gone Limerick 113 Carlo 10 points what a score from Dunphy
1: yeah absolutely falling backwards got a little put it up in the left foot and put it straight over the bar Great. got a little push after it. so Carlo Cloud not too happy that there's not no he is in fairness to the referee he looked around he had a little chat with the linesman linesman had a word somebody is going in the book is it orange Ian Ian Corbett Ian Corbett yeah yeah the new man that came in is it a yellow card
0: So Donald O'Sullivan, the goalkeeper Standing over the ball The kick out to come from the 20 metre line Niall Carew Marching up and down the sidelines Having a word with one of the officials With the red banished door bib the kick out is good It comes to Fanning on the 45 Fanning rides the tackle Gets away from Kieran Moore And Fanning between the 65s Dinks it forward for the run of Brian Donovan Brian Donovan runs onto it But with him for company Is Conor Doyle Donovan up to the 20 metre line Moves it inside What can Limerick do with this one? It's Robbie Burke Robbie Burke finds a fellow green jersey And Limerick pass it across the 45 It's into the hands of Hugh Burke Hugh Burke moves it to Nash Who takes a bouncing ball on the 45 Gives it off to Corbett Corbett to Sheehan Sheehan onto the right Outside the 20 At a tight-ish angle no. Sheehan kicks it wide it remains one thirteen. Limerick 10 points Carlo 11 minutes to go something similar that,
1: that happened in the first half where Limerick uh, took over for a spell and Carlo got back into it the only difference is Carlo are not getting the scores in the second half they did in the first so if they could just get up the field and get a couple of scores they'll bring them right back into it. another change on the Limerick team
0: number 9 has gone off Cottle Downs yeah, he is being replaced by uh, Tony McCarthy Tony McCarthy Fury's kick out from the 20 metre line drifts it out to the wing Carlo take it safely and securely that was a really good take as well still 1-0 to Manchester United against Bournemouth away Liverpool still 1-0 down to Villa Everton still 1-0 down away to Wolves a game that they really need a result in Carlo trying to work it forward trying to get there as Mikey Bambrick but Limerick in and get it back Paul Marr did really well there guides it back to Coleman who gave it to Mike Donovan who moves it on to Hugh Burke who's inside the 65 Hugh Burke just inside his own 65 goes backwards rather than forwards Limerick Don't have to do anything too spectacular here. Remember, they've got Wicklow to come next week. They'll know exactly what they need to do later on because Wicklow are up against Longford in this group's other game today. Barry Coleman is just outside the Carlo 45, gives it off to Ian Corbett. Ian Corbett hopping it. Well, He himself is hopping While soloing up towards the 45 If you know what I mean Now it's Keane Sheehan At pace up towards the 20 metre line Lobs it out to the right To the left Mike Donovan puts it back inside to Sheehan Sheehan between the 20 and the 45 Fists it back towards the 65 And that Is gathered easily Now it's Corbett Corbett up to the uh, 45 kicks it out to the right hand side it's taken by Barry Coleman Barry Coleman trying to get around Ross Dunphy he's inside the 13 he's at a tight angle making his way towards the end line Dunphy tugs him back free the in. advantage was coming it's a free in it was clever from Dunphy he would no other choice there he had to do it he was gone straight to the goal in fairness clever by the, the
1: Limerick man he knew what he was doing cut inside felt a little tug and he stopped it definitely was a free in so Limerick just get back on the scoreboard and they're just keeping that 6 or 7 points distance Carlo 10
0: points and it looks like Limerick will go to 114 62 minutes gone in the game remember all hope not gone for Carlo that's the beauty of the group stage Carlo about to make a double switch coming in as Eric Malloy and Dara Kern, as Limerick kick the score over and make it 114 to 10 points with 8 minutes to go
1: yeah every every point is, is really... So valuable now to you know to both teams. Carlo don't want to uh, you know get beaten by 10 or 12 points, they need to stay well in the game. As you say, Oshin, the, the points difference could tell at the end of, of uh, the competition. There's a couple of subs coming in here now. Eric Malloy is one of them.
0: Fulham now 2 1 up against Crystal Palace. Mitrovic with both goals for Fulham. There, Ross Dunphy dropping out here for Eric Malloy. Is that just, look, let's give him a rest.
1: We've got a big game coming up next week. Possibly. he's to work on really, really hard. It is, a, you know, the conditions are very, very warm out there. So it's difficult to get up and down that field. The game that they play, no one stands in the one place anymore in the full forward line, and, and hope you can, you know, get a kick of a ball. So...
0: Limerick win a high ball out there. They're winning every kick out now that Carlo t- are taking. It was Barry Coleman who took it just inside the Carlo 65 on the wing. He kicks it infield to Ian Corbett. Ian Corbett moves it across. Now it's Keane Sheen. Keane Sheen is inside the 65, up to the 45. Solos. Keane Sheen looking around, looking for options. Keane Sheen gives it back to Ian Corbett, who's on the 65, now motoring towards that Carlo 45, bouncing, trying to get away from the defender. The defender who was clutching at him there was Aaron Hammond, but he couldn't stop him. And it's a free to Limerick because there was a foul on the 45 and it's in a central position and Limerick will just see this one out now 63 minutes gone, they lead by 7 points Carlo have only managed two scores in the second half but um, Willie, look it's an unoriginal point I'm about to make it's one we've said a few times but there's a reason for it it is such a big factor when you come up against a team who've been operating at a higher level for a lot longer they've got the free on the 45 middle of the pitch which Donal Sunville would take the goalkeeper
1: yeah he's ke- he's come a long way. He's bringing the ball backwards actually. and no, uh, he actually didn't even take the free off the ground. He kicked it backwards himself and he's gone back into the go- goal. Talking about wasting a little bit of time. I thought a, a little bit silly. He maybe should have had a go himself and tried to get a score. But anyway, he <laughs> he turned around and that's the the difference of the Division 2 and Division 3 teams. The experience that they have. They just are holding on to the ball. They're making Carroll work so so hard and you can see, you know, the runs are stopping coming from the half back line the full back line Mikey and, and Sean are starting to get a little bit tired and, and it's, you know, I can really tell Conor Dyle is the same they're tracking every, every inch all over the field but it's just
0: becoming uh, Limerick holding on to the ball. It's becoming very difficult for Carlo. Barry Coleman just outside the Carlo 45 finds Nash with a beautiful kick pass. He's up to the 13 meter line. Nash at an angle Brilliant tries to score. hook on with the left. It's fantastic. He was kind of dancing his way back towards the 20 meter line on the right hand side, about 20 meters off the right touch line on the stand side, and he kicked it over into the Dublin Road end. Limerick 115, Carlo 10 points. 65 minutes gone in this game.
1: Yeah, back to that eight points again. And, you, you know, you can see Carlo Limerick again just pushing up on the kick out, forcing Johnny Fury to kick the ball long and hoping. Brilliant catch
0: there by Jordan Morrissey. Fantastic um, catch by Morrissey Moves it along the ground To Colm Hulton Who's inside the Limerick 65 Gives it back to Dara Foley Dara Foley goes back outside To Jordan Morrissey Jordan Morrissey Bouncing Soloing Up towards the 20 metre line Measures Shoots to the right of the D Jordan Morrissey Kicks it over Wonderful score From Aerobes, Jordan Morrissey Carlo 11 points Limerick 115 65 and a half minutes gone Hopefully Carlo can get a few more scores before the finish
1: yeah, a really strong finish is what you know what's required what's needed. I know the game could be gone there's 65 nearly 66 minutes gone Limerick are definitely going to win this game, but it 's about the last couple of minutes for Carlo hopefully they
0: can notch on a couple of scores Limerick coming forward here again it's Burke up to the 20 meter line went backwards, gave it off to Tony McCarthy. He gave it to Nash. Nash with a shot from the other side this time to the left of the D. It's gone over. It's gone over. This time he put it over right footed. Brilliant stuff from Nash. Two in a row from him. And Limerick absolutely cruising to two points here. Limerick 116. Carlo 11 points. Four minutes to go. Limerick, by the way, will play Wicklow well. As they're officially known now, Oshie McComble's Wicklow in the last group game.
1: Yeah, that'll be next weekend, I think. um... Oh, Limerick again, it's just that physicality around the middle of the field, they're just able to break the ball if they don't win it, you know, they have a couple of men to spare and that's what they've done all afternoon, they've they broke the ball around the middle they've took the, went forward straight away and got a couple of scores and Carla couldn't live with them in the first ten minutes in the second half and that's been the difference at the end of the day, it's that physicality and strength that
0: they have. Colin McSweeney coming forward, bobbing and weaving up towards the 20 metre line, ferociously tackling him is Kieran Moran, but he still gets forward, McSweeney, it's uh Number 18, the sub Robbie Burke, who has it just inside the 13, gets outside the 20 metre line, gives it out there to Killian Fahey. It's a fumble, and Carlo will have the chance to break here. Can they finish with a flourish? Carlo, at pace between the 65s, the fist pass is made, the fist pass is good, and coming forward now is Colin Hulton. Hulton has a runner in front of him, drops it, gets it back up, has a crack from just outside the D, didn't catch it right, and it goes off to the keeper's left, and well wide. 116 Limerick, 11 points. Carlo, three minutes to go. You can see the tiredness in the
1: legs uh, yeah. O'Shane. they're working so hard getting up and down the field and he did, Carlo turned it over really really well, another sub coming on it's Finnbar Kavnez coming on for Conor Dyle here in the middle of the field, Conor worked so hard all through the match but just wasn't to be, it's 116
0: Limerick, 11 points Carlo Well, They have put in a shift, no doubt about that Carlo but they are up against a team who are just that bit better than them, have that bit more than them and uh, when that happens it generally tends to only go one way It's Donovan between the 65s Donovan trying to get around Shawnee Bambrick Donovan moves it forward Limerick have it it is Killian Faye inside the 45 fists a bouncing ball up to the 20 metre line it's Burke who has a go and Burke pops it over good score by Robbie Burke and Limerick make it 117 to 11 points with two minutes to go
1: Yeah again you know they win a ball around the middle and three little passes and Burke finds it onto his left foot and pops it over the bar they're just able to get them scores a lot easier and that comes down with pain at a different level a different pace different strength and condition. you can see it over the 70 minutes they were always going to last a little bit better than Carlo on the day but it's not over for Carlo we have Longford ne- next weekend and that's hopefully
0: one that they can win and if they do win maybe they can push on to the next next uh, round of the Taliesin Cup Well you get out of your group and that's a victory for a team like Carlo who are to borrow the term rising with a young group of players who are working hard who were would we say unlucky in the league certainly promising at times in the league but uh, there's yeah. still work to do but there are there are crumbs to take from the season and it could be a good season if they get out of the group yeah definitely Donovan up to the 20 metre line Limerick for going for another goal but they'll settle for the point oh, well he was trying to settle for the point but he drifted it wide won't make too much difference in the end we're into the last minute Limerick 117 Carlo 11 points
1: the 117 again Limerick consistent the score 216 last weekend 117 uh, this weekend, so they're they're up there, and to win games at this level, you have to be scoring 17, 18 points, and notching with a goal. And we couldn't do that today. We got 11 points, and that really has been our league. Uh, you know, around 13, 14 points has been the average. Oh,
0: oh have we given Karlo, very careless. Finnbar, yeah. done really, really well there. Yeah, the sub, who's sprightly, got to the ball and diverted it away from the Limerick attacker Nash and prevented a possible second goal being conceded by Carlo there, Carlo now have it on the Limerick 65, it's Shane Bogie Carlo get a score or two towards the finish here, here's Kieran Moran Kieran Moran picks out a pass in behind it's Jordan Morrissey who has a goal between the 20 Brilliant and the 13 score. and Jordan Morrissey kicks his second of the second half, a wonderful score, 7 seconds of normal time to play, Limerick 117, Carlo 11 points but there is 5 minutes of added time to come.
1: Yeah, that pushes it on to 12 points, 117 to 12 3 points for Morrissey, 1 in the first half and 2 in the second um,
0: 117 Limerick 12 points Carlo and we've got uh, 5 minutes of injury time to can play. you hear with me no, Martin? Into that now Martin come out of defence with the football into the hands there of Hugh Burke Hugh Burke tries to get away from the tackler kicks a good foot pass to Barry Coleman Barry Coleman Dinks it down the line can Hugh Burke run onto it I beg your pardon Robbie Burke Robbie Burke gives it off to Barry Coleman Coleman spots a free man in behind that is Mike Donovan Mike Donovan solos up to the Carlo 13 metre line tries to get inside he's just outside the square he's tackled by two players the ball breaks and Carlo get away Carlo turned it over that was really good work Willie Quinlan they know yeah. the game is done but they're still working hard
1: and discipline as well they didn't give away the free two men got around him knocked the ball away oh we were nearly Robbie Malloy nearly got turned over again but we've won a free and it's Jamie Clark on the far side coming
0: forward here. Can we get another score just before the few minutes are up? Jamie Clark inside the Limerick 45, brings it into the middle of the pitch, goes backwards to Jordan Morrissey. Jordan Morrissey's inside the 45, Jordan Morrissey trying to get away from the Limerick defenders swashbuckles his way up to the 20 metre line falling over, Has to be a kicks free. the score, no he doesn't it goes wide, anyway the advantage was coming and it's a free in, Jordan Marcy, what a stormer he's had yet again, 12 points Carlo 117 Limerick, 1 minute and 15 of the injury time
1: gone, yeah so many of them have worked so hard, you can see you can see how tired they are out there, they're trying to get up and down that field Limerick just at that little bit of a higher level at, uh, you know, at the minute and that comes from playing in Division 3 Division 2 football, Carlo haven't got to the, that level yet but this man, Dara Foley, is going for his fifth point today, it's all from Freeze. Can he pop this one over?
0: Mayo, 118, Kerry, 16 points. They're into the last minute there. We're over the last minute here. We're two minutes into injury yeah, time, and Dara Foley, Foley puts it over. 117, Limerick, Carlo, 13 points. I know it will sound like a cliche. I know it sounds like we're trying to take positives because we're looking at this from the Carlo point of view, being on Casey Lore. But genuinely, there are positives to take here
1: yeah definitely you, you can see it and you know every game they play they are improving they are you know getting a little bit stronger but when you when you come again to top teams and I won't say Limerick are a top top team but they're certainly two tiers above Carlo well, Carlo, Carlo have possession
0: again. it's Eric Malloy up to the 13 thought about shooting carried it forward Eric Malloy in towards the square oh. gives it off it was a miscued pass to Amund Amund tries to gather it he does he has a pop from just outside the 13 score, on the Amund. right side Amund puts it over fantastic score and Carlo narrowed the gap to six with two and a half minutes of injury time to play Limerick 117, Carlo 14 points Get a goal in the next play, who knows really This
1: this is what we were looking for earlier but it just just didn't happen, it happened last weekend I suppose difficult to put it back to back but Limerick at a higher level than than Wicklow would have been as well even though uh, they'll be playing against Wicklow a couple of times uh, next year in the league because Wicklow have gone up to Division 3 and Limerick have gone back down
0: to it Limerick carrying it out of their own defensive area, they're crossing the 65, there was a foul and Limerick get the free, it's Brian Donovan now, we've got two minutes of injury time to come, Limerick by six, Donovan is inside the 45, Donovan motoring forward Donovan up to the 20, Donovan giving the pass off, it's moved outside to Nash, Nash from a standing position drops it onto the right peg and guides it over and if there was any doubt, that doubt is now gone, Limerick 118, Carlo 14 points 1 minute and 40 seconds of injury time left you could see
1: Donovan like he's full of running up and down the field he scored two points but the amount of ball that he's got on the possession and still running after 75 minutes absolutely probably man of the match here today
0: certainly certainly is we'll be crossing over to the Aviva very shortly for full commentary of Leinster against La Rochelle in the Heineken Champions Cup we will also have full commentary by the way of Kilkenny against Dublin that one's off at 6 o'clock don't worry we've got two frequencies we've got you covered Jordan Morrissey has a pop which drops just short the goalkeeper takes it very well that's Donal O'Sullivan Donal O'Sullivan gave the pass out and Limerick just played amongst themselves there's a minute of injury time to go Limerick 118 Carlo 14 points. Let's hope that Limerick don't tack on too many more scores here. It would be harsh on Carlo. Tony McCarthy up to the Carlo 45, a skipping ball into the full forward line. Nash takes it. Nash, who's jinxy? Nash onto the left. He can score left and right. He's just shown it again. Nash nails it. His second in a row. Limerick 119, Carlo 14 points with uh, 40 seconds of injury time left.
1: That's five points from Nash and all from play. Done really, really well. One with his right, uh, a couple with his left as well. So He's, he's really finished strong last couple of scores he's got on the board and very very accurate wants to get it into him low centre of gravity but very hard to stop
0: Reaction from this game to come reaction from everything else that's been going on locally, nationally and internationally as well Kilkenny beating Carlo in the intermediate Leinster Camogie final earlier on the Kilkenny Minors unfortunate to lose to Clare in the All-Ireland Minor semi-final later on at 6 o'clock Kilkenny take on Dublin you'll be able to hear that one in full on the Kilkenny frequency and uh, for a while on both frequencies Leinster against La Rochelle big ball into the square from Jordan Morrissey can Carlo get a goal it breaks but it breaks to green rather than to the Carlo men and the referee blows the full time whistle 119 to 14 points will he sum it up?
1: Yeah, you could see it, I suppose, that that physicality at the end. Carlo got off to a great start, got the first two points. Limerick took over with five or six in a row, got eight points to three. Carlo got back right into it with the next five points in the first half ended up a draw at halftime eight points apiece but in the next 10 minutes yep. of the second half that's when the game was won limerick scored one five without reply and you can see at the end of it 119 to 14 that little bit of cuteness i suppose uh, experience f- uh, strength and conditioning at a, a higher level playing in division two really helped limerick yep. full deserved a win and uh, they'll move on to the next round next weekend oisin
0: Carlo scored five points in a row at one stage in the first half to get their way back into this game it was eight points apiece at the break but Limerick outscored Carlo 111 to six points in the second half and that tells its own story Willie Quinlan thank you very much we're going to rush off from here because we're going to the Aviva for Limerick for Limerick for La Rochelle, <laughs> <and> <laughs> who Leinster. many Limerick people will be supporting Possibly. because they're playing Leinster Possibly. but that's another discussion that's another day. Uh, Leinster against La Rochelle coming up from the Aviva kicks off at 445 don't worry we'll split the frequencies for the uh, second half and the final stages of that so you won't miss Kilkenny against Dublin in the hurling that's off at 6 o'clock on KCLR uh, my thanks to you Willie my thanks, thanks to Sean so, Stats Thank you. thanks to the Carlo County Board who has always made us welcome the final score here in this Talton Cup game Limerick 119 Carlo 14 points it's a disappointment for Carlo but it's not over yet if they beat Longford next week they will probably go through to the next stages for myself and Willie at a warm but overcast uh, Netwatch Cullen Park it is goodbye and good luck KCLR Live Sport. The 2023 Charging Cup Round 2, Carlo versus Limerick. With thanks to Dan Morrissey and Co in a league of their own with a full range of concrete, quarry products, roof tiles and macadam. See danmorrisseyandco.com.